This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. What's going on, everybody? This is Curtis Wilkerson with Hogsports.com coming to you from Bud Walton Arena where the Arkansas Razorbacks just won an exhibition game over East Central, Division II East Central, 77-74. to 74. Man. Arkansas trailed by as many as 14 points in the second half uh, and, and had to really rally back and then pray that uh, a last-second three-point heave by East Central fell short uh, to survive an exhibition win over Division II school. Yikes. I mean, that was a little more, I think, than they bargained for. Not exactly how I expected to spend my Sunday, but hey, you know, at the end of the day, uh, although it's, it's, it was frustrating today to watch, uh, it literally means nothing in the grand scheme of things, uh, win or lose. And, and we knew that coming into it. That's why they play these exhibition games. It's an opportunity uh, to get better before it becomes real in the win-loss column, right? And, and quite honestly, I think it might have been good for this team. If you really think about it, there's so much hype this preseason. Arkansas ranked number 16 in the AP polls, uh, projected to finish very high in the SEC, uh, you know, a lot of things to feel really good about. So to come out here uh, in this ex exhibition game today and I think get humbled a little bit, uh, face some early adversity and overcome it, I think that can give them a lot to build off of. I bet they have a great week at practice uh, after what we set through this afternoon. And, and it was it was tense at times, you know, even if it doesn't count, you still want to win, right? If, if you're Eric Musselman or the Razorbacks or the fans in the stands who are watching today, um, you know, I think a lot of it you have to take with a grain of salt. It's the first time this group has, has got out there against someone else. Uh, but, you know, it is the, at the same token, the first time you got to really test yourselves against a different opponent, see what works, what doesn't, different combinations with lineups, uh, who understands the schemes. And like Eric Musselman said after the game, uh, sometimes, you know, guys look a certain way in practice, and they look different when the lights come on it, whether it's for better or for worse. Uh, and now they have some film to build off, and we'll see what adjustments they make moving forward. You know, the things that I'm not concerned about, the things I'm not worried about after that game, Arkansas shot two of 16 from three. I'm not really worried about that. They shot 58%, I think uh, 17 of 29 maybe from the free throw line. Uh, I'm not worried about that. This team can shoot it. Uh, they've got a lot of proven scores on this roster, guys with track records. Uh, I think some of it today really, uh, you know, maybe they were a little tight. Uh, maybe they had some nerves, some jitters, especially those guys playing uh, in the Arkansas uniform for the first time against someone else in this arena for the first time. I don't put a whole lot of stock into those shooting numbers like that after a game like this. Now, some of the things that maybe I am a little bit more concerned about, uh, the offensive flow uh, I thought was off you know, quite a bit today. Uh, and then defensively, the communication, uh, rotations, team defense, things like that. Now, that's part of it, right? It's the exhibition. Again, it's gonna be a common theme that I'm gonna say over the course of this little talk here. Uh, it's the first 
time they've been out here together with this group doing it against somebody else. Okay. I talked about it in some of the columns that I've written that don't be surprised if there's some growing pains with this group. There's a lot of new faces to get integrated. Even the new guys who are coming back are in different roles. You, you think about a guy like uh, Devo Davis, Jalen Williams, they're in leadership roles now. A little bit different than it was last year. You got guys like Chris Likes, DC Tony, Stanley Amude, who were leaders uh, where they were before. Uh, different here. And it's going to take some time to get acclimated, get comfortable with the system. So, uh, you know, we'll probably see a gradual progression. Hey, even last year's team, they hit their bumps in the road. They had some struggles early on in the, in the preseason, the non-conference games, uh, and, and even early in SEC play before they really hit their stride. And so I, I caution everybody not to overreact too much today. I bet they look a lot better against North Texas next week. But, you know, just evaluating this game, breaking it down, I think for 30 minutes, you know, what I saw a team, uh, what I saw was really a team that looked like uh, it was their first time playing together, right? And that's true. You know, it leads to, um, I think, offensively a little bit of hero ball, right? Guys aren't really sure what the right shot is. Uh, the system isn't second nature yet. The cuts, the reads, everything that goes into it, roles are still being developed. So it becomes a little bit of hero ball, right? Because you got players who know how to make plays. And when you get in a tense situation like this, that's the nature that takes over. So I think, uh, you know, being concerned about shot selection and things like that, well, yeah, maybe. But as they get more comfortable, I think that's something that's going to come naturally. I think you'll see the improvement there. Uh, you know, defensively and offensively, I think there was a lot of thinking. And that's what happens when you're new to a system, right, with a new group. Uh, you don't know what your teammate's going to do yet. Okay? You're not finishing each other's sentences, which means you're not finishing each other's plays. And there's something to be said for that. Okay? So uh, by overthinking a little bit, uh, maybe things were a step slow defensively when it came to rotations and things of that nature. The communication, because people aren't fully acclimated with the system yet, was lacking, so you're seeing them get caught up on certain screens, cuts, and things like that, giving up open threes. Uh, a lot of that is, is talking, communication, and understanding the system. Going to take a little bit of time. Okay? But what you don't have to worry about is the talent in the room, okay? because there's a lot of it. You know, I talked about that first 30 minutes of the game. You know, Arkansas got down, they were down 60 to 46. I, I think there was 11 minutes left as a timeout. And you're kind of wondering, yeah, man, is this thing going to get out of hand here? But then they turned it on. So for that last 10 minutes, 10, 11 minutes of the game, uh, Arkansas actually outscored East Central 31 to 14, as they should have, right, all along. Cranked up the intensity. It was a completely different level of intensity. They started to force turnovers. The players, the playmakers, started to make those winning plays. And they, they essentially out-athleted them there at the end. And you're going to have to do that at times until you guys, you know, gel uh, as a team, right? It's part of it. Talent matters, okay? You know, I think, you know, trying to think of some individual players. Um, I don't have printed out stats uh, right in front of me, but I, I did take a few notes. I, I think probably four guys that stood out to me um, that I thought looked pretty solid today, Devo, uh, J.D. Note, Chris Likes, and Jalen Williams. Uh, those three guards in particular, Devo, JD, and Chris Likes, I thought they really kind of sparked that run in the second half. Um, but I guess the question is, which one of them is the point guard? Right? And that's something that Musselman brought up after the game. Uh, is he's a little concerned about his point guard position. It's not that you don't have options. 
especially with those three guys, and, and you take into account K.K. Robinson, we'll, we'll factor into that mix at some point, but uh, all of those guys are, are ball-dominant type players. Um, so anyone could really be the point guard at any given time, uh, but you're trying to define roles. So who's it going to be? Who's really going to take hold and take charge, get the guys in the right spots, get the offense going, flowing, and in a rhythm? Because really when Arkansas was at their best scoring the basketball, it was when they were fueling it through their defense and getting out in transition, I think, today. It's something that's going to evolve over time, but it's going to be really interesting to see how it shakes out. We'll probably see some different looks in this next exhibition and, and even early in the season. Uh, but I think that's one thing that I really have my eye on after hearing Musselman talk about it in the post-game press conference. Uh, you know, it wasn't really a, a great day for the newcomers outside of uh, probably Chris Likeson. And he was a little uneven early, but I, th I thought he really got things going. Um, you know, the returners, Devo led with 20 points on the night, solid. J.D. Note, 17. Uh, Jalen Williams had 10 and 9, so narrowly missed that double-double. Uh, but Chris Likeson, had, he had 13 points. I thought he played a lot better in the second half. Um, it's kind of a spark plug in there, which you like to see. He was a plus 15 for the game, so uh, that plus minus rating led the Razorbacks tonight. So it was good to see him get going a little bit. Outside of that, uh, some struggles from a few guys. It was a quiet day for Jackson Robinson. Um, hey, DC Tony had nine points and 15 rebounds. At 15 rebounds is crucial uh, for a team that's a little bit undersized. Uh, so it was good to see that from him. Uh, you know, he's got to get going from the field a little bit, get a little more confidence offensively. Uh, he's a proven player, proven scorer, uh, but again, he's getting acclimated. Two of eight from the field today, six of 12 from the free throw line. Uh, that's got to get better, and, and I anticipate that it will. Uh, Stanley Amude, as good as he looked in the red-white game, was a little bit uneven today. Only two points, one of six from the field. Only played 17 minutes. Uh, I, I'm going to call that a blip on the radar because I've, I've seen enough from him at this point uh, to know the contributions he's going to make to this team this year. I bet he's going to be a lot better next weekend in that exhibition against North Texas. Uh, and then Arkansas, they're, they're a little banged up. It it's, feels way too early to be saying that, especially thinking about where uh, the Razorback football team is after this bye week uh, or going into this bye week. Arkansas basketball hasn't even started the season yet, but they're banged up. Uh, Connor Vanover sounds like he's got a, a knee issue going on right now, so that limited him today. Uh, you've got Trey Wade, who's coming back from a knee injury. Kamani Johnson, who I saw had a cast on his wrist. Musselman's hopeful that both of those guys are going to be ready for opening night, but but what condition are you going to be in? Uh, where are you going to be at with, with the playbook? You know, so I, it might be a couple weeks into the season before they're really able to make uh, the type of impact that you hope they will. And I, I think both of those guys and, and Kamani and Trey Wade can be assets for this Arkansas team. So something to monitor there. Uh, KK Robinson came out of practice early on Friday, so he was a little bit limited today. Uh, so, you know, it, it's, that's part of basketball. This team does have a lot of depth, uh, but you'd like to have the full complement of, of players, especially when you're trying to figure out uh, the right combinations and your lineups and how deep you're going to go in your rotation. So uh, something to keep an eye on, I think, moving forward a little bit there. Uh, and one thing that I found really interesting from Musselman after the game during his presser is he talked about scouting report. And I actually asked him about this earlier in the week before the game, you know, hey, these exhibitions, a lot of times there's so much about you focused on you and your team and trying to figure yourselves out. And Arkansas has got a lot of work to do to that regard, admittedly. Um, and he said, you know, that's what the focus is going to be on against East Central 
it's all about the Razorbacks. And then I start implementing scouting report because we know how detailed Musselman gets with those things uh, going into this North Texas game. That way it's not the first time they see that stuff uh, once they get into the regular season. You, you want to get them acclimated to that as well. And he spoke to that a little bit after the game today. And he said, hey, this is the first time I haven't done a scouting report for an opponent. And, and maybe that would have changed some things. Okay, and, and you don't, I thought about it from both sides. Maybe you don't want to overload guys with information when it comes to, uh, hey, know this player, that player, their tendencies here, their plays here, their sets, while you're also trying to figure yourself out. And I understand that. I think it makes sense. But um, if you have that information and you know what your matchup is going to do, and you know what they're capable of, and you know what's going to happen after this cut or this screen, that takes a little bit of that early overthinking out of it. So they're going to dive deep into that scouting report for North Texas. I'm really anxious to see if that changes things in terms uh, especially of defensive execution as a team. Uh, but just overall, I, I just wonder what impact that'll make. I, I thought that was really interesting. But listen, 77 to 74, whatever, doesn't count as a win or a loss. It's an exhibition. It was an opportunity for Arkansas to learn about themselves. And if you don't think there's going to be an <laughs> intense film session, uh, maybe tonight, but probably Monday before practice, you're crazy. Okay? And I think it's a little bit of a wake-up call early for this team. Hey, better for it to happen now than in the regular season when it counts. Right? Arkansas is going to be just fine. Talented team. No need to start pressing the panic button. But I think we can all agree they've got a lot to work on and if we know Eric Musselman, he's going to have them over-prepared, and he's going to over-analyze every detail moving forward, and we're going to start to see those improvements. And when this team does gel and when they do click, whenever that may be, maybe it's next weekend, maybe it's on into the season, who knows, but when they do, they're going to be a tough out, and it's going to be in front of a, a packed Bud Walton Arena right here, season sellout. So it's something to look forward to. Be excited. Okay? little blip on the radar today. Wouldn't sweat it. We'll be back here next week for North Texas. It's an important exhibition game, the final tune-up for the Razorbacks before the regular season opener on November 9th against Mercer. Appreciate everybody joining in today. We'll talk to you next time. It's been Curtis Wilkerson with Hog Sports. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.